You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Hello and welcome to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Bulletin. My name is Bruce Hitchcock and sitting alongside me to wrap up all the news from the week that was is Wendell Hussey. Yes, hello. Thanks for tuning in again for your weekly dose of honest and hard-hitting regional news. Kicking things off in the national sphere this week, Dell, and One Nation are making headlines again. That's right, they certainly are. After facing criticism for their attempts to do a deal with the National Rifle Association, the party were then rocked by revelations that the controversial Abrahamic religious entity Satan was cutting ties with them. After years of synergy between Satan and Australia's far-right nationalist One Nation, the Great Beast has this week officially disendorsed Pauline Hanson after learning of the overseas meeting with the American gun lobby. This comes after senior One Nation figures James Ashby and Steve Dixon were caught on film seeking millions of dollars of political donations from US gun rights group the NRA in a bid to seize the balance of power in Australia while offering the lobby group weaker gun laws in exchange. Satan, the evil figure, told us that he has to draw a line somewhere and that he knows that he's expected to encourage all forms of hate and evil. But seriously, the NRA, Pauline? And following that revelation, the men at the centre of the allegations have since tried to blame their actions on being on the source. That comment from Senior One Nation figure James Ashby drew sighs from millions of men around the country after the attempted efforts at procuring tens of millions of dollars in foreign funding from the NRA was blamed on the grog. Considering that he and Dixon flew to Washington, D.C. in an attempt to secure the funding after months of searching for the right contact in America, which, as it turned out, ended up being an undercover Al Jazeera reporter, his pleas for forgiveness have gone down like a lead balloon. However, despite everyone knowing you can't just exonerate yourself by blaming the grog, a couple of other significant figures have this morning themselves made controversial statements, with John Howard blaming the source for that time he invaded Iraq, and Sam Dastiari claiming that he was just a bit pissy when he was doing those dodgy deals with Chinese businessmen. And the Australian cricket team has also come out, blaming the whole ball tampering incident in Cape Town on a big night on the source as well. Now, still in news from the far right, Fraser Anning is causing controversy again this week. The neo-Nazi senator from Queensland caused a stir when his incel Nazi mates bashed an innocent waiter at a Gladstone cafe a couple of days ago. The luckless waiter, who is earning even less now as a result of the cuts to penalty rates, was choked out by a couple of patriots after asking Anning how he would like his eggs done at the small cafe. Mick DeMetto, the local barista slash waiter and part-time junior soccer coach, says he hasn't been following politics that closely of late, and the last he'd heard about Senator Fraser Anning was that One Nation had cut ties with him, so simply didn't think much of the eggs question. However, he says he has since learnt his lesson and promises never to utter the word eggs in Gladson again, once the wiring is removed from his shattered jaw, of course. Speaking of rough days, it was a particularly rough day for an inner city lefty down south in the nightlife capital that is the city of Sydney this past weekend. After the results from the state election rolled in, the inner city lefty was shocked to learn that the entire population doesn't hold the same view as him and his 300 Facebook friends. The Newtown resident named Saul in Echo Chamber said he's doing some soul searching after the news. And not the type of soul searching he's done overseas off the back of his parents' sizable income and assets combo, but is instead trying to figure out where it all went wrong for the people of New South Wales. Taking a sip from his cold-pressed turmeric and arrowroot-infused kombucha, the young man told us that his social media had been literally filled with anti-Gladys material for at least the last six months, and that he thought that everyone was on the same page. He then confirmed to us that he was still coming to terms with the fact that maybe people might have different opinions to him and his insular circle of friends. 
And in other Southern City-related news, it has been confirmed this week that every single restaurant in Melbourne actually does it a little bit differently. According to a recent survey of tourists visiting the Victorian capital, 95% confirmed that they have not visited a Melbourne dining establishment that doesn't do things just a little bit differently. The research found that the term differently could be used to describe a restaurant that pairs exorbitantly expensive wine with food against your will, or worse yet, a complete lack of menus, leaving the manager completely in charge of your experience, unless of course you have allergies. Kate Tweedy, one of our loyal readers from town, texted our editor Clancy after we published that story, saying that she's learnt that nowhere in Melbourne is safe after she was told by a fish and chip shop that they too like to do things a little bit differently. Truly is Australia's most cultured city. Without doubt, Bruce. Anyway, that's it for the News Bulletin this week. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast in order to get your weekly fix of real, unfiltered and unwavering regional news. Until next week, I'm Bruce Hitchcock. And I'm Wendell Hussey.